Is it ever good to be wrong? Tune into this episode of Man Talk as we discuss it next. So welcome back. As uh, yeah. you, you were down in Florida for a couple of weeks, yeah, two weeks, February. Man, here. from Michigan to Florida, smart man. It was an enjoyable time. It's this warm, you know. And yeah. if we come back, it's only just a few weeks before spring in Michigan. Well, exactly. Yeah, so yeah you exactly. your first day back is March first. So yeah, right. Yeah, you just got a couple more months of Absolutely. winter. I saw lots of cool <laughs> stuff down there. You know, I went to a little bit of golfing and stuff. And hey. One thing that I saw, I've been itching to, to ask you this question. Okay. I was uh, sitting at a stoplight in Florida. The stoplights are forever long. Right. And there's a man going up and down, had a sign, anything will help or will work. Sure, sure. Food, whatever. And he was standing underneath a sign that said, no soliciting, ordinance, uh, it says no loitering, violators will be fined. Or arrested. So oh, this, wow. guy, this guy's standing right here on the side. You can see the picture. <laughs> could care less about the sign. Yeah, whether he couldn't read it or... So here's my question for you. Yeah. All right. Is if you were a police officer, would you arrest this guy? If I were a police... Yeah, okay. If you were the police, if you were the police officer, would you say, hey, buddy, can't you read? Yeah. Get out, of, get out of town. Well, if I was told to by my superior officer, I, I guess I would have to. But if it was my call, no, I probably wouldn't. Even though was, he's breaking the law. Well, I would um, see. Okay, so that's a really good question. <laughs> I think that there's, there's um, if you can get someone to stop breaking the law, is there any value in that? Sure. Like, you, for yeah. instance, I think you can look at that two ways. You can go, hey, this person needs to pay the penalty. I need to be in the enforcer, and they need to get the res, you know the wages of their sin. So right. I'm not suggesting that isn't a valid path. And and, and right. I think you could argue that even that, well, that was justice. You know, you're supposed to do yeah. that. Um, I'm sure there are people who are saying, hey, buddy, can't you read the sign? Right, right. <laughs> but I, I was conflicted there because I wanted to, you know, I just wondered if, the, if I were the police officer, would I kick that guy out? Would I arrest him? And well, had, would you give him money? Is the question? Because if you do, wouldn't he? Well, I I did. I I gave him two dollars. Okay. And a um, a, a little glow track. Thing. Okay. So, now, wouldn't that encourage him to stay there, though? Yes. <laughs> so now you are aided and aiding and abetting, right? So I, I am a culprit, right? Yeah. 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 No, I well seriously, okay, here's what I'm thinking. There there are there are ways you can look at something. Um, one is just to enforce penalties, judge judgments. That's one thing. But um, there's also another option, and that would be if you can practice grace or mercy, what if that caused the person to stop yeah. doing what was wrong? Wouldn't that have some validity yeah, to it? Yeah, I if if I were the police, I would just say, Hey buddy, why don't we go over to this spot, right? Right, or if we you help him out in some in some fashion, right? Yeah, do you, yeah. I don't know if you ever heard of uh, uh, Mayor Laguardia. He's an, in old in the '30s. He was a mayor of New York City, and and one, there's the story goes that, that one night he took over for a judge. It was a cold, wintry night, and he took over, and he was hearing cases. He would do that from time to time. And this lady, it was a grandmother, was brought in, and she was caught stealing a loaf of bread. Hmm. And so okay. the, the mayor said, why are you stealing bread? And she said, I, my grandchildren are starving, and I could I didn't know what else to do, so I stole this loaf of bread. And um, 
he said, all right, the fine is $10 or 10 days in jail. And he slammed the gavel down. But then what he did was really interesting. He took out $10 and he said, I'm going to pay your fine, ma'am. And then he looked at the rest of the courtroom and he said, I'm fining everyone in this room 50 cents for living in a city where a woman has to steal bread to feed her grandkids. I love that judge. Is that, so, that's Neil LaGuardia or like LaGuardia like uh, airport. airport? Yeah, wow. yeah. And so that, no wonder they named an airport after this guy. Because the dude was solid, right? <laughs> so, he, so apparently the lady went home with $47.50 that night. Wow. It was in the I papers. I that and, story. Yeah, it's awesome. So um, well, let me ask you this. Was justice served? Did, did the fine get paid? Yes. Yeah. So he, 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 he dealt with the law. He didn't break the law. Right. But then he did something outside of the scope that you weren't expecting. He got really, really creative. Yeah. And um, I feel like that's what God does with us. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Story after story after story. Right. Jesus upheld the law, the laws that were legit, God-given sure. laws. Mm-hmm. But those that, uh, you know, he, he, he looked out for the person first. And then if you could do it within the guidelines of the of the law. Right. I mean, you and I are lawbreakers mm-hmm. every day. We're we're sinners and but he's he has a tendency to forgive us of those sins. But, yeah, uh, and he's not trying to change the law, but he's trying to change you. Right. And that's the difference. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, um uh James uh two thirteen Right. Yeah, yeah. It talks about uh, this concept and how God approaches the judgment. It's not like he doesn't he doesn't take it away. But in James, you, you got it. <laughs> I had it when yeah. I lost it. Yeah, I'm, that's right. I'm, James I'm get, 2, 13. It's a really interesting text, which go ahead. It says, uh, for judgment is without mercy to the one who has shown no mercy, no mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. Mm. So Hmm. mercy triumphs over judgment. So again, not taking away the fact that there is judgment, but God has mercy. So so I think he, I think God is the type of cop, right? Yeah. That says, look, you can't stand here and beg. Right. For several reasons, not just because there's a sign, but I want a better life for you. Yeah. And let me help you get it. Yeah, that's good. And so I think he would be the type of policeman. And I think there's a lot of amazing policemen. I, I, I know a lot of them who practice that on a very consistent basis oh, where yeah. they're, you know, they're not looking to try and nail people to the wall, but they're trying to trying to actually get them to change. And, and mercy and grace is what causes that to happen. Absolutely. Now, when you said that, when we were reading that text, another one came to mind is blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy. Mm hmm. And so when we receive mercy from God, when we realize that God has given us, is merciful towards us, which you know, we, we've blown it so many times, then because of our, our, of our accepting of Jesus' uh, gift of mercy, we're merciful towards other people. Otherwise, if we don't accept that mercy, we're usually pretty judgmental towards folks. So I love that, that Jesus said, hey, if you've received my mercy, then you need to be merciful towards others as well. Absolutely. And, and so remember that story in John chapter eight, where he is, uh, um, he, he's, he's, he's just living his life, doing his own thing. And all of a sudden this woman gets dragged to him, oh, yeah. who was caught in sin mm-hmm. and they bring her to him. Uh, and he's, you know, she's in a really rough state. Mm-hmm. It's probably totally mm-hmm. embarrassing. They mm-hmm. dragged her out. It says very, in the very act. Mm-hmm. So 
Here she is, she stands before him and all these people just embarrass the core. Judgment has been given right. towards and, and, her. And they said, yeah. look, the law says that you stone this woman. Uh, what do you say? And mm-hmm. what's really intriguing about it is what does Jesus do? Yeah, he upholds the law. Yeah. But, but he, yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. Right? He starts, it says, he, he starts <laughs> writing, writing in the sand uh, in verse 6. It says, uh, this they said to test them, that they might have some charge to bring against him, which is really interesting. Just to pause real quick there. They were saying, if he kills this woman, if he allows us to kill him, we're going to nail him to the right, wall. Right. But if he doesn't, we're going to nail him to the wall. We're going to nail him to the wall. <laughs> like Either way, we're going to get him. Because if you do away the law, you're a lawbreaker. But you know, we think he's going to let her go. Yeah. And so we're going to get him. But Jesus bent down and wrote with his finger on the ground. And as he continued to ask them, he said, this is what's so cool about it. He's writing on the ground, and they're so blinded by their hate that they're like, what are you going to do, Jesus? What are yeah. you going to do? You know, and and uh, he stands up and he says, let him who is out sin among you be the first to throw a stone at her. And once more, he bent down and wrote on the ground. But when they heard it, they went away one by one, beginning with the older ones. And Jesus was left alone with a woman standing before him. So apparently he starts off with old Elmer and he's like, yeah. Elmer, you're a liar. Yeah, and right. Jimmy, right. you're Remember a whatever. This? Yeah. And Methuselah something. You're right. a, you know, and, and they're like, dude, that's me. Oh, that is what I do. And right. they freak, they get out. Yeah. They just leave without a word. Right. And he, so he doesn't, he doesn't get rid of the law. But what's interesting is, is afterwards, it's just her and him. This, this like intimate moment where she's expecting something to happen very bad for her. And, um, he, he, he says to her in verse 10, woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? She said, no one, Lord. Now, in the, in, the, in the Bible, there's no punctuation. I personally think this was a question, as in, like, no one, Lord? Like, she, the only person who could throw stones was standing before, before yeah, her. Right. Because look at his response. He goes, I don't the, condemn right, you. I don't condemn you either. Yeah. Right. So right. go from now on and sin no more. So here's what he was after. He wasn't after destroying this person's life and, na- again, nailing to the wall, the, you know, just just... Right. Or persecuting right. her or, or giving her, not even persecuting her, giving her what she deserves. What he wants more is a changed life. Right. Because here's one some, for the heart. Exactly. Yeah. Because he, that's his daughter. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. That's the thing that we don't remember is that guy that you took a picture of. He's the son of God. That's exactly. Right. Jesus died for that guy. Right. right. And he's hurting that this this man, you know, whether he's making choices of his own that's caused him to be in that situation or whatever. And I'm sure he's like, man, I wish someone would help my son. Yeah. And when we come not yelling at them, but actually wanting to help and change their life, this is what's kind of interesting. What if we had this mindset? What if we had the mindset that not only would we throw a couple bills at them, which sometimes, I mean, let's just be real. You're in a scenario that's the best you could do, or or whatever. Because right. I, I had, I just, I knew that I shouldn't be paying this guy, but he got me. Right? No, no, no. Yeah. But what I'm right. saying is, I, I'm saying like, let's just be real. There are certain times where you're like, you don't, really, you know, this is what you got going, yeah. and you're gonna do it. But, but the ultimate would be to help this person turn their life around to where they would be a child of God and they would live uh, the life that God would want them to live. Yes. And, and and how about this? We help them so much that they would actually have to fight us to go back to that type of lifestyle. Yeah, I love that. 
right? Say that again so that well, the listeners the, the, don't, the, don't miss it. This idea of if, if we were able to help this guy to such an extent that if he ever decided to go back to that corner, he'd have to fight you to go there. So what do you do? Yeah, because we're a mentor or right. we're a support system or yeah. we're a friend, right? Right. We're, I mean, that's, I think that what's, that's what God is calling us to do. And I really believe we got to get more into each other's lives in a, in a way of, of loving kindness, right? Not, not trying to be like, Hey, I saw what you did, you loser, or, <laughs> you know, I'm going to find you or anything like yeah. that, but more of, Hey, let me help you. Let me help yeah. you change your life. Like Jesus helped me change my life. You think about the leper that came to Jesus, that guy could have been stoned. I mean, cause he'd already been tossed out of the, out of society, but Jesus showed mercy as opposed to judgment. The disciples were giving judgment on him. Get away, get away. Jesus went to him and because he cared for that guy, cared for his family, and uh, healed him. And you know, that's such It's a, very easy to say, serves you right. Right, exactly right. You know, I, 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 you mentioned yeah. that guy on the corner. I drove, you know, you're driving down the road. I saw someone as I was driving by, and, and as, as I locked eyes with him, locked up just for a moment and saw a sign, I... You know, I, I thought, well, he, he looks like a guy who's dealing with some sort of chemical abuse. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm also thinking this guy needs Jesus. Yeah. Man, imagine if I had to stand on a corner yeah, right. to beg, even yeah. if it was for wickedness, to beg to do that. Yeah. Like I had to stand all day. And beg for money, or or or, or even just to get a forty to drink away my sadness. At at best, I would never want that on anyone. Right, exactly. And I think God is is saying, help that. And so, you know, that might not be your thing. Like you might have not have a lot of connections with with uh, the homeless or whatever. But I here's the challenge: is um, be willing to mentor somebody. When you see someone struggling, don't yell at them. Don't don't attack them. That, those those teams today, right? right yeah, yeah. And all that. get in their lives and help them and say, "Let me help you move forward." Amen. We're not going to go back. We're going to move forward. Amen. Amen. Spend time with those kids. Spend yeah. time with teenagers. Spend time with their own kids. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Very good. So, that's my talk. And we believe in three things. First one is that uh, we need to love God, love everybody, and duct tape fixes. Everything. Everything. See ya. See ya.